Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. Today, I want to talk to you about a topic that is very near, dear, and sensitive to my heart. We're going to entitle this, What About the Children? Now, some years ago, actually, I guess you could say some decades ago, Whitney Houston had a song talking about, I believe the children are our future. And then there was some other um, poems and books that were saying that, you know, children are our future, they're precious, and we need to take care of them. I wonder what happened to those sentiments. Why do people no longer feel like children are important? Why do we no longer see the vulnerability of our kids? Yes, they have a resilience, but they also have a vulnerability. They have the same thing that human, other human beings have or adults have. Um, they have self-preservation, which allows them to be adaptable. And it seems as if they're able to bounce back of things quickly. But the real, um, the real about it is, the, the real facts, I guess you could say, of the truth of the matter is that they have the same coping mechanisms that we do. Isn't it true that things that you don't know the details about, if you don't know how deep something goes or how long it can linger or what it will be connected to, that it may not necessarily affect you in such a powerful way because you haven't related to it or you don't have the knowledge about it. And I think that's the case for children. Some things that they just, they don't know about, they're not sure about, they don't have any experience with. Um, maybe it appears that it doesn't affect them, but let me tell you something that affects me. I cannot understand how our government and state of Georgia could say that um, the city is open, yet the state offices are still closed. They have been. Um, it's going on three years now. So the governor himself, who declared the state of Georgia open, his offices are all closed. His office is closed and the other offices that he um, presides and resides over are closed. However, check this out. The schools are open and the children are so close <laughs> in some of the schools they're practically sitting on top of each other. Um, some of the schools do not have hand sanitizers. Um, some of these buildings and churches and different things require um, there to be a temperature check and they require wearing masks, but not in the schools. They don't take any temperatures for the students or the staff or the substitute staff for that matter, because, you know, and I would think that that should be even more dangerous because the substitute staff go, they can go to five different schools in five days. And so you don't know who they're around and who they've come in contact with, what they have, what they don't have, because they're not requiring any type of testing. And so our babies are being exposed to we don't know what. However, these grown adults who have these big old six, seven, eight, nine, 
figure salaries are safe at home doing absolutely nothing, getting paid um, big bucks. And we know they're doing nothing because the Georgia Department of Labor have yet to remedy some situations where people have been out of work. They have not made any judgments. They have not sent, in, sent out any letters. They've done nothing for people for over two years. And if you call, you cannot get a call back. You can't get a person. I find that quite um, puzzling and boggling that if you're working from home, you cannot answer the phone. Um, when you're in the office, you answer the phone, but not when you're so-called working from home. Um, I find that very much amazing and amusing at the same time. Um, but I'm really concerned about the fact that our children um, are not being protected at all. They don't have those barriers anymore. Uh, some of them never did. Um, they have, some of them have desks, but then others have tables where the children share. Um, they are sitting side by side. They are, um, again, they don't have, uh, the, the sanitation is just the way that it's always been. They're sharing bathrooms. They may or may not wash their hands. Um, there's not hand sanitizers readily available. Um, they're not um, sent home or checked if they're sneezing or coughing or anything. Um, they still remain and continue. If someone tests positive in their family, the child is still permitted to come to class and be around all of the students. And if a child tests positive, they're sending home only the kids around them, which is absolutely ridiculous because if that student comes into the classroom, if that student uses the same bathroom, if that student is in the room with the other students, but walks past them in line with them, then they've already been in contact with them. So you're only putting the kids in quarantine who are sitting next to the kid, who are sitting next to the kid, not the ones who came in contact with them. What about the ones that were on a school bus with them? The ones that sat in the cafeteria with them? The ones who were in PE with them? Art class, library? They are just not thinking clearly because they don't care. They don't have to be exposed because they are what working from home in the comfort and safety of their own house. So they don't care. And there, in addition to that, um, it was 54 degrees today. The children were still sent outside for recess. Now, some of them want to go out, but it's pretty cold. You know, these people are not out. The corporate people, the district people have no clue they seem to have no clue about the school system. It's really sad. Um, perhaps people who, I still believe that people who just get these high power positions, because I know for a fact there's a young man in HR, really young man in his 20s, who this is his very first job, but he is deciding the fate of people who are twice his senior. And not only that, but they paid their dudes. And they've been out here in the trenches and they have been, you know, working with these kids. They have been pouring into these kids, developing these kids, and he has no clue. And he is not doing a very good job about it because this is his first job out of college and he's home, ha home hanging out. So what are the chances of him taking this seriously? He's probably playing video games. We don't know, but he's getting that big salary. I just think that is really sad. In addition to 
them being in a classroom unsafe what about when they're on the school bus you know they have they even have substitute school bus aides so what if that person has come in contact with someone we don't know i just really think that right now the priorities of who are important to people or to the government or to society has diminished and declined to where human beings are not valued as much as animals are. Who in the world took the time to test these animals so that they can tell us that these animals are positive? Who did that? Who had the time to do that? Because now they're charging human beings to be tested. So why, we know that they, they're not charging the animals, but why are you testing them in the first place? You just have that much time on your hands. So the time that you're spending testing these animals to do what? Just to report to us that these animals have come up positive? So what? Can you use that same energy and take that same amount of time to make sure that our babies are safe? If you can't go to work, why are they forced to go to school? But if they're going to school, why don't you get yourself up out of your bed, out of your house, and go to work? I am completely confused by this whole entire situation. But one thing I know for sure is the United States of America has priority problems. They do not have their priorities straight. There used to be a time way back when Abraham Lincoln was the president. They coined that phrase. They would talk about, in God we trust. They don't even trust the God anymore. We've taken God out of everything. And it's been taken out because it's been allowed to. Um, I don't even want to. I'm just trying to um, wrap my head around why. And we've had children perish meaning die from the COVID or the Delta variant. And they failed to take precautions. They failed to be, to act, to be proactive. They've even failed to be reactive. Um, the Aiken School District said that if they get 13%, they were going to close. They went up to 17% and still open. And not only are they still open, but they haven't changed or heightened um, anything. They have not taken more precautions. And that is very disheartening to know. And it is very grievous to, to understand. Yet, it continues to go on. Teachers continue to go out. Some people are leaving. Some people have decided, hey, I'll be better off. I'll take one of those jobs where I can work from home. But let me just tell you another thing is that there are children who parents are saying hey if I'm not going into the office they're not going into the classroom and I commend them I applaud I applaud I applaud those parents you are very responsible and you have your head on straight and you do have your priorities at a top notch your child is paramount and, and well they should be because they even did not ask to be here and they're vulnerable and they need the protection that that's the reason why there's an age to consent because you have to be of age of maturity so you have that that wisdom and the knowledge and the information to make an intelligent decision so 
with that, um, we have um, these parents who were wise enough to keep their kids at home. But what has happened is that that has caused an additional strain, stress, and load on the teachers because these teachers not only have to teach the kids that are inside the classroom, but they're now responsible for teaching the child who is at home via computer at the same time. I don't think that was a well thought out plan. How about you let the people who are at home getting paid teach the kids that are at home? I mean, they're already on salary and they're getting paid. Let them earn that paycheck because there are other people who are out here front lines and they're not getting paid hazard pay. They're not getting paid for getting out of their bed, coming out of their house, risking their lives face to face um, without mask on and without the shield. But the people who are at home are still getting paid the same exact salary or more than the people who are getting out and braving it. There was a time I heard someone say, I think it was maybe my supervisor said the reason why I had more um, responsibility or that the reason why I had less pay um, with more education was because I um, had less responsibility, financial responsibility. And I did not understand since when is that a factor? But that's what I was told. But we know that was that's the form of discrimination and also that was some ridiculousness. However, you know, their her and her leadership were all about that corruption in any way, shape, form, or fashion that they can pull it or push it across, push it through. That's a that's a different story. But the point is is that why cause these teachers additional undue stress when you don't have to use your resources use your other resources i i noticed that these districts and these human resource departments um, are detached and they're completely clueless as to what's going on and how it gets done and their decisions reflect that and their decisions reflect that and then it affects the morale Um, i talked to a lady who said that she had gotten transferred to a different school and she just didn't like it well let me tell you something the way she talked to those children and the way she handled those kids it told me that everything about it I didn't not connect the dots at first um, but as the day went on and we began to talk about you know our past and our path um, I began to see oh you're frustrated and you're unhappy here You don't like these people. You would prefer to be at a different location. You like those people. You like that system. And that's part of why you talk to these kids the way you do and treat them the way you do. Um, Things that are, you know, they're inappropriately said. However, the way this world goes is so unfortunate that depending on your race, um, you can be inappropriate. And that's, that's sad as well, because at the end of the day, um, a harsh word is a harsh word and it doesn't have a color and it should not be excused because of who someone is or, you know, the complexion of their skin or their ethnicity. It should not. It just shouldn't happen. So bottom line is, how can you open up a whole um, open up the school system with children, but you still have the adults closed in? <laughs> the two don't match. The math, as they say, the math is a math. And, and I just don't have any respect for how this government is conducting itself. And I'm pretty sure that their kids are not in school.
they probably don't even let their pets out. So they're taking care of their animals better than they're taking care of our children. But unfortunately, there's not enough advocates for our kids or our school system. And so we stand idly by, people stand idly by doing nothing while this continues. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Saturdays with Sean, where sometimes the systems of life disgust me. You can reach me on Saturdays with Sean on Facebook or Saturdays with Sean on YouTube. There's not much content in there, but hey, that's where I am. Remember, make sure you get your blessings. And when your blessings start bubbling up from the soles of your toes and it bubbles all the way up to the crowns of your head don't let it spill out and spill over onto the floor where it's a waste bless somebody else share with them give them some blessings bless their life cyber kisses and virtual hugs thanks for listening until the next time